0: is hot girl summer still happening this year
1: how many carbs are in a white claw if i squat every day will i get a dump truck i'm shay i'm leah
0: we are two-tone training you're listening to don't tone alone
1: Welcome back, toners. <laughs> Welcome back, riders. <laughs> another Thursday. I'm Shay. I'm Leah, and we are so excited to have you guys back for the Don't Tone Alone podcast. Hopefully, you guys have been liking our episodes. It's episode number three, Leah. I can't believe it.
0: I cannot believe it. Ah, to look back from from now to episode one, such a long time, <laughs> a whole two and a half weeks. What a journey. <laughs> it feels like we've been doing it a century. <laughs> No, it's been, it's been so awesome hearing some of the feedback and people liking the don't tone alone vibes. I'm like, thank you. Thank
1: you. Yes. Keep the DMs coming. Keep the content requests coming. We're always looking for new topics to talk about. So any suggestions, definitely send them our way.
0: Yeah. is like, please slide in our DMs. <laughs> All right, so today we are talking about the birth of two-tone training, the birth of the tones, if you will, um, how we got started, and we're looking all the way back to pre-quarantine, pre-COVID, because things really did, did start to happen before then. So you guys are getting the whole the whole story here.
1: True that. I can't believe it's been a little bit over a year. We started our first official, I guess, Instagram page. Was it in March?
0: It was in March. Yeah. I want to say like mid-March was when we started. It was like <laughs> underscore two, underscore toned, X3,
1: yeah. something like that. Almost, it, was, it was janky, but it <laughs> have come a long way. And to think about what we were doing before then, it's almost like surreal. Like I, it's hard almost envisioning life before two toned.
0: What was life before two tone trading? No, seriously, it is it is so crazy to think that Shay and I were living in separate states for eight years um prior to this. And now the girl like, leave me alone, Shay. Like go away
1: no she like goes to work and i'm like i, I miss you come back
0: <laughs> we live together we work together we work out together um but we do have separate full-time jobs so she is right i do go to work and i'm like
1: bye honey see you it's, later it's the worst time of the day <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll like text each other I, I will literally step into my car drive away i'm, I'm one minute down the block and she's like wait Leah Did calls you me. That email yeah I'm
1: like bro I saw you one minute ago no it's funny we always have something to say to each other and like when she comes back home you would have Thought we didn't haven't seen each other in like years.
0: Yeah, no, really, it was just
1: a couple hours. But no, the truth is that we haven't always been attached at the hip, we've always been close. Yeah. But, um, obviously, over the past year, that bond has grown. <laughs> and right, it is so crazy to think about what we were doing, uh, before two tone training, before quarantine. Um, I was went to fashion school in New York City, um, studied fashion, um, business side of it, and then also the design side of it. Uh, when I graduated, my first job was for an intimate apparel company doing Ooh, their like social media and marketing. I feel like it was like when social media was just becoming a, kind of yeah. a thing. Um, when I um, when signed, Facebook
0: was still like so lit. <laughs> yeah. Like
1: a lot of brands didn't really know what they were doing. There was no like content strategy. Um, influencers weren't as much of a thing as they are now. So it's also crazy to think about. Yeah. So I signed on to this company and they were pretty much like, all right, Take over the social media. Do with it what you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I had a lot of fun doing that, and I stayed at that company for three years and really starting to understand, like, the brand side of things, see a lot of the the behind-the-scenes on photo shoots and stuff like that, and I think that's where I fell in love with some of that content creation process. But I definitely still, at the end of the day, had, like, all this energy that I, like, didn't know what to do with. Right. So That the
0: Intimate Apparel Company just wasn't pulling out of you.
1: Yeah, like, it was (laughs) a hype-up, but I still was looking for something else. So, at the end of the day, we talked about this a little bit on the other um, podcast, was... That the excitement at the end of my day was going to some of these, like, group right. fitness classes. Yeah. Um, getting really excited to sign up for different studios throughout the city and try out new classes. And
0: Yeah, and I remember being kind of surprised because growing up, like, I was the athlete, you were a dancer, and I think you did cheerleading, and I'm throwing zero hate at that because... Don't get me wrong. I've tried to TikTok. I can't dance. Um, those cheer <laughs> competition those cheer competitions. If anyone watched cheer on Netflix, like oh, no whoa, bow down. Um, but then you weren't always into the fitness part of it. So I remember like getting a call from you and you're like, I just left like this group fitness class. I was like, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? And you were so like captivated by it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It was just like, it was the whole experience. It was like the lights, the energy. And I think I was like, wait, like I actually really enjoy this, especially having been a dancer, right? being able to do some of these workouts, like to the beat of the music was definitely my jam. And then being able to see the changes like, in Like, mentally and physically, for sure. Like, it was that outlet for me. And it's interesting how, like, one thing definitely, like, led to the next. Right, right. Because that's where I started to fall in love with fitness. And I was like, wait, like, I just want to spend more and more of my time doing that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when I knew it was kind of time to leave the intimate apparel company. I was like, I really see myself working in fitness mm-hmm. and ideally being able to tie together those two worlds of fitness and fashion. Yeah. And that's when I made the jump to Alala shout out um, hey. because they've been such a supportive brand of us especially as we oh like God. started yeah. our page. Yeah. And you and I kind of talked about that. We'd have to talk about it a whole another episode Right, with some right. Of those, like brand partnerships and um how we partner with brands and the social media side of yeah, things. Yeah, that's
0: definitely a different episode. But yeah, that's
1: that was your next
0: step in your career.
1: Yeah, so working for Alala was one of the best experiences ever. I have to say, like, I think when I got that job, I was like, wow, like this is exactly what mm-hmm. I want to do. Like, I was setting up um, events for um, different like influencer events, and we were um, outfitting everyone, and it was just so much fun getting to like work out as part of my job. And this is also. Um, at the same time I was getting certified too to become like a group fitness instructor. I was like, I'm seeing so many people they are right. like, I want to do that too.
0: Um, it was, it was such a good fit for you and there's nothing, I mean, I, I think everyone can agree. There's nothing more fulfilling and satisfying than being in a job, in a career that you are so passionate about and so aligned with, like you wake up every day and you're like, you know what,
1: I'm excited to go to work. And that is so rare so so rare like um yeah that was like probably the first time like not to say I didn't like my other job because yeah. that's so not true and I learned so much from it mm-hmm. but it's definitely the first time I would like wake up um and be like wow like I don't know like it felt like more than just a job like it felt right. like I was just a like, career a career I was in my jam um in my element yeah and that was so so exciting so uh, I guess flash forward um to uh, I guess almost a year later um And the pandemic happened. I was furloughed from work. A lot of companies that being, working for a smaller company was tough. Like we were a small um, team and um, yeah, they had to make some hard decisions while the kind of world tried to figure out what was, what was happening and people tried to get their feet um, back underneath them mm-hmm. and, um, but I remember that being really devastating for me getting furloughed from work Yeah, and at the same time I was actually going through like a really bad breakup Yeah, and I don't know, like I just was like, Oh my gosh, like that was probably like the lowest point. Um, in my life, I would have yeah. to say like going yeah. through all of that at one time I was like my dream job and the person I thought yeah. I was going to marry like right. is no longer part You're- of my life and I was living with um him at the time. So yeah. I was kind of like, wow, like really forced to make some hard, uncomfortable decisions.
0: No, I, I have to agree. Like that was really hard seeing you like that this summer and just seeing like the pain you were in. And it was such a hard time for everyone. Um, but then to be going through that on top of it, like I felt for you and I hurt for you. And, but now seeing where you are now, like it makes me so happy. Like I mean, everyone's journey obviously makes them who they are, and I think this really shaped the person you are now. And oh my god, I'm like going I, off on a tangent. Like, I'm getting emotional here. I'm so proud of you. No, but it's so true. And like, just just seeing how you've kind of built yourself back up from ground zero and you're working your dream job. Now we're doing this thing together and it, it makes me so happy. Um, so you're where you are. We get to quarantining at my parents' house, but now I need to,
1: we need to talk about how I got there. Yeah. So I think we need to pedal back a little bit, but I also want to say that, like, I feel like sometimes you do have to hit those like lowest lows to yep. kind of experience those highest highs. Mm-hmm. And two tone training is definitely, um, as we'll get to like one of that, one of those for us, that high, high and, But it was a journey, and it hasn't always been easy. But before Two-Tone Training, Lee and I, like I said, we're living in separate states. Right. But I remember this is a trip that just, like, stands out and a very important, I think, um, landmark on the Two-Tone Training timeline, I think. I I agree. So I was –
0: my story isn't quite as exciting as Shay's, but I was (laughs) – I went to a school locally um, in the in the Boston area, and um, I played two sports there. So I played two collegiate sports, and I loved it. Sports was always my life growing up. Um, I was I was daddy's little
1: athlete. Is that I'm even bad. a term? Well, all I'm gonna say right here is like Leah and I like were two years apart. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we'd play for like the same team, and I remember we like <laughs> hit that age group where it was like okay, like. Shay like you're gonna have to play with the older kids and like Leah you're you're back a year and like our dad always like loved to coach the teams and I like was like dad at least pretend you have to think about whose team you want to coach like, <laughs> like he's, he's like Shay like just, just stick on the bench <laughs> just just there's a warm spot on the bench yeah. for you right. I mean, no. can't win them all yeah
0: no um I was yeah I was so into sports um played basketball and lacrosse in college and Obviously, strength and conditioning and fitness was a part of that. Um, we had to do uh, – don't, I don't miss those, but like the 6 a.m. <laughs> workouts before practice. And I was like, oh, my God, this is awful. But I definitely learned a lot and, like I said, was into fitness but um, was just really focused on sports and basketball was – absolutely my passion. Um, Then I graduated and did the typical, and I think a lot of people in Massachusetts um, or in New England kind of do this where they move home for a year and they're like alright I'm saving up sucking up my pride mom and dad I'm back <laughs> knock 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 <laughs> hey Karen <laughs> what you making for dinner <laughs> she's like eh, you can make your own dinner you can don't alone Leah um, no so I did that but a lot of my friends I was lucky I went to school nearby so a lot of my friends lived in the area <laughs> some of them moved out right away they're like I am not going home. I was like, that's awesome. I'll be over every weekend. See you there. We'll go out in Boston. I'll crash on your couch. It's going to be a whole thing. Um, so I did that for two years was working at, um, a gym nearby and just, yeah, I mean, Shay and I would, would talk, we'd call each other. I'd go visit her in New York every once in a while. Um, we were definitely close, but now we get to that trip in LA where, um, we were both certified trainers at the time, so I, I got my certification. Shay had her certification, and we met. So it was like the perfect storm. Boom, shakalaka! Here comes Shay and Lee in LA.
1: Oh my gosh! All right. So the reason we went to LA was Alala. Um, we were doing some pop-up events with um, some other cool brands out there, and. Um, I remember, uh, my boss was like, all right, like, well, we need to send someone out there to kind of like do these like event activations with different studios. And I was like, me, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, and they're like, all right, well, it's kind of like a lot for just like one person to go. Like, you're probably gonna need someone else with you. And we had a really small team at the time and I was like. I know just the person. <laughs> I know
0: just the toned.
1: Yep. <laughs> and so I call Leanne. I was like, "All right, I don't care what you're doing in two weeks because we're going to LA. Like, pack yeah. your bags. Um, we kind of knew it wouldn't be the most glamorous trip from a sense of like, it was going to be a lot of work. Like, right. we are going to hustle. We are going to be carrying heavy boxes across the city, <laughs> um, staying in a small hotel. Yep. But." We were just, like, so excited to be, like, traveling together, traveling for work and right. also getting to go to some of these, like, epic fitness classes and right. these activations for um, influencers and just fitness enthusiasts um, throughout the city. Yeah. And
0: I, Shay and I had actually, like, talked about me moving to New York at one point And it was just, again, life just kind of gets in the way where, uh, yeah, she had a boyfriend and I was working at a job that was going well. And, you know, I think everyone can agree. It's just so easy to get comfortable. And then we went to LA and it was just like life, the world just opened up. And, and I was like, what am I doing? Um, we'd had conversations about, Yeah, me moving there, us starting something. And I think that trip to L.A. was just like, okay, something needs to happen. We need to do something together because we realized, again, we've spent time together, but that was the first time we had spent that much time together in a long time. We were like, we are the same person. We are both like willing to put in that hard work, that hustle. Let's do it for ourselves.
1: For sure. Um, no, I remember, like, at, even, like, I remember, like, the end of this that trip, like, we were literally, like, on the, like, pier, like, crying, and Yeah, we were like, wait, this trip was, like, so epic. We worked so hard, but it was still, like, so fulfilling. I think a lot of other people might have, like, done some of that, like, nitty-gritty stuff <laughs> yeah. that I came with that trip, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's it for me, but the fact that we still found, like, so much joy, so much, like, love and excitement from it, um, just, like, knew that we were on the right track and we had something, mm-hmm. so much so that, okay, <laughs> that we and I even... Ended up with tattoos. So So Shay and I,
0: yeah, we have two matching tattoos. As if we aren't like alike enough, and people often say, Are you guys twins? So we have a matching tattoo, um, one on our spine, and that's like a very sentimental one. It's in my grandpa's handwriting. My grandpa. Yeah. (laughs) He ain't your grandpa, he's my grandpa. (laughs) Getting, <laughs> um and then the second one was we again this trip just being so monumental we're like all right we gotta get a tattoo um as, as one does uh, as as one does um so it's an open delta and it means open to change
1: and we did a little bit of research it took i think two um tattoo parlors tattoo shops <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, um, to get this tattoo, I have to say, guys, like we'll have to post a picture. Like they,
0: they, they ain't the cutest. <laughs> it's so funny. So we walk in, and to this this is the second place. This is the second place. So, oh my god, I feel like we could do a whole episode on on getting All this right, we'll tattoo. Spare you guys the we'll mm-hmm. spare you guys the details, but basically, it was a whole to do. We had to catch flights back home. Like, real soon. Like, we did not have time to get tattoos, but we were determined. Yeah, we're like, we're not leaving
1: L.A. without this open delta. No,
0: (laughs) no. (laughs) If we do, then it's just a failed trip. So, naturally, we go in. This guy, this tattoo artist, artiste, is doing a Star Wars mural on someone, which, like, I don't really watch Star Wars, but I was like, wow, this is so impressive. This is so cool. So, of course, we go to talk to him, and we're like, listen, we're getting these open deltas. Call us basic, fine, fair. And I think you can handle it, yeah? And he's like, guys, I could pretty much do this in my sleep, was yeah, his response. His
1: like, eyes are rolling to the back of his head. Yeah. And he's like, all right, these two girls and the matching workouts. Yeah. Set, it's like, all right, come, come sit down. Yeah. Let me give you your open delta. <laughs> I'm like,
0: okay. And, me being the person, again, not afraid to make the substitutes at restaurants, not afraid to put in my two cents. A little Karen in you. A little Karen. (laughs) Our mom's name is Karen. And yep, I I see that, you know, in me sometimes. (laughs) Um, So I was like, as he's drawing it, I was like, are you sure that's straight? And he's really just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, shush I just did a mural like you're good I just drew Obi-Wan Kenobi like to perfection (laughs) and you're worried that I can't draw this triangle like zip it um so of course I was like okay that's fine we leave (laughs) we we, Shay had a flight back to New York I was flying back like sprinting
1: to the plane like I think I was the last person to board the plane and like without food mind you and like (laughs) you don't want to see me when I'm hangry (laughs) and that whole six hour flight like your girl was not cute.
0: So not only were you hangry, but you also had a crooked, a newly fresh crooked tattoo. We both looked at our tattoo. I think we both had layovers or something. We were like sending pictures. I was like, Shay, is yours crooked? Are your lines all wonky? I'm not going to name this tattoo place, but it was wild how bad they messed up this triangle, this open delta. Yeah, we had
1: two separate artists. And um, for those of you watching the YouTube, Leah, I feel like we got to kind of show it. Yeah, am trying to flash it a little uh, But mine looks like it was done with like a ballpoint pen and Leah's with a Sharpie with a
0: Sharpie and the lines are crooked and they're touching and it's just, it's, it's a whole not
1: vibe. All right. Well, now that we've blabbed on about our tattoos, um, no, but I really, even though the tattoos are crooked, it's definitely just as like a reminder of where we started and like how far we've come. And, after that, I think obviously it was a few months before um, the world kind of shut down and was flipped on its head. Yeah, and uh, once I was furloughed from work, went through the bad breakup. I was kind of going back and forth between my apartment in New York and home, and I was definitely dragging Leah back to New York <laughs> with me. I like, refused to go alone. Hey, um, it was
0: that or hang out with <laughs> with our parents. I was like, take me.
1: <laughs> we'll go, I'll go. No
0: shade, no shade, but a little.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! So this is when we kind of we were pretty much quarantined together yeah. we uh, were like alright what a better time like I, I had a lot of free time at that point <laughs> I was furloughed from work wasn't really sure what I was doing I yeah. was like why don't, why don't we kind of start teaching classes together like we were yeah. certified mm-hmm. uh, a few of our friends had reached out asking like for some fitness advice during the pandemic, they right. were like, do you have any like workout moves that I can do at home? Um, how do I stay active? Especially when I have no equipment, right? People weren't prepared. No, this.
0: they weren't They were, I remember like dumbbells were wildly priced. It was like $300 for a 10 pound dumbbell. I was like, that's whack. Um, and I think that's when our bread and butter, if you will, came to be of our body weight. Um, exercises like a lot of our workouts are body weight based because one you can get a fantastic workout doing body weight stuff maybe you're not going to hit all your strength goals and that's when you do need to incorporate equipment but if you want to get your heart rate up your cardio up um, these body weight exercises are it and I think a lot of our friends were excited that they could stay in shape while being quarantined with no equipment
1: yeah. And it was something that we just like loved so much and had so much fun doing that we like created, like Leah said at the beginning of the episode, this like janky uh, uh, Instagram name, like two toned underscore X3. Yeah. Or something, something like that. Something along those lines. And it was, it was like a private account. Yeah. We had a few of our friends follow us and we're like, we'll just do it on IG live. Like we have four followers. Like, yeah. Just come <laughs> tone with us. Yeah. Like, it'll four be- followers, basically influencers. Yeah. And one of them being like Chad. Karen. <laughs> <our brother. laughs> <And> Karen. Yep. <laughs> um, but, It was cool to kind of see uh, the domino effect there. Like, they start to tell, like, their friends about Mm -hmm. it. And before we knew it, we had a few followers, nothing yeah. crazy, but yeah. it was kind of cool to start seeing like more and more people tune in for some of these like random lives. Right. Like Lee and I would randomly decide, all right, tonight we're going live. And it was yeah, definitely like, cool to see those numbers start to go up.
0: No, it was really awesome. So I think like ready or not, and you can't plan everything in life and you're not always prepared. And if you're waiting for the perfect time, it's never going to be, but ready or not, two-tone training became a thing. People started to kind of wonder about it what's going on what are they doing and so we started rolling with it we're like why not we I remember we took
1: our tripod we marched to the park down the street and we're like <laughs> let's get some photos some content <laughs> I remember like my mom was with Karen was like um I'll, I'll be the creative director yeah Chad like filming like it was a family affair it was <laughs> um we got everyone involved and, again, it was really, really scrappy. Like, you look at some of our cars. IG word. TVs and, like, I cringe a little bit. Like oh, a lot of it. Your, I remember we had to even, like, move a ton of, like, furniture in the house. Right. Like, our poor parents. Like, they, I, like saints for, like, letting us kind of really? do that. yeah. We would literally rearrange the entire basement. Right. Like, have to take a table, like, up three flights of stairs in order to make enough room to really work out. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're like, this is not the vibe. We need to move the table. Like, we're so obnoxious.
1: Yeah. No, but we, we made that studio our own. I remember even ordering, like, pictures of weights on, yeah. like, Amazon to, like, kind of, like, cover some of, like, the back Co- panel, Cover the clutter.
0: Yeah. We're like, don't look here. Look here. <laughs> can I can I shift your attention to stage left? <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, we made it work. And I think that is just how we operate now. It's, it's not always perfect. It's not always going to be glamorous, but Shay and I, I mean, some people may think we're a little crazy, which we definitely are, but we are willing to put in that work. And I think that's what people don't realize is a, a lot of people kind of quit when things just aren't as easy as they thought. And this certainly has not been as easy as we maybe thought. Um, but we are both people that are willing to go the extra mile for things that we really care about, that we're really passionate about.
1: Yeah, no, uh, for sure. Like it definitely is not always glamorous and Instagram tends to show <laughs> those highlight reels and Uh, People looking at our page now might have not seen that initial content or like that um, backdrop of the clutter or whatever (laughs) it is. And it's um, just like the journey has been crazy and being able to kind of grow from those initial IG lives to now teaching on an app is almost like surreal. It is surreal. So, yeah. So basically we started doing Instagram lives. We started
0: partnering with uh, some some companies that I, I can't believe that they
1: were willing to partner with us because we legit had, like, 50 followers. Yeah, and we need to touch on that quickly. And, like, again, that's going to be another it, episode right. is these brand partnerships. But, like, I think – the biggest thing that comes out of this if you never ask like the answer is always going to yes. be no so Leah and I were not afraid to ask like we didn't have yeah. any followers nope um, but we were two girls and we're like we will create some epic picture if you will <laughs> pictures
0: <laughs> do you see the vision
1: yeah epic content right <laughs> right Um, and it was pretty much like in, in exchange for product like yeah no one was paying us at this time no. uh, um, one of our first brand shout outs um, Fitvine Wine yeah I remember they sent us a bunch of wine and we were so hyped like we recorded like I think like 10 videos of us like tossing the wine back and forth <laughs> like into a crunch backflip burpee like again um, at our local park. Yep, yep. But I think that's just kind of how like it started and it starts with one brand partnership yep. and then you kind of get the hang of it and you start working with other brands and starting to create those like genuine relationships and I think that's one of the reasons that our page has grown. Um I guess not that it's crazy grown, but at the speed that it has. And right. um, I think we can say, um, thank you to a lot of our friends or family and mm-hmm. those brands that have supported us throughout the way.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so we did, we were doing those Instagram lives. We were starting to pump out the content. Um, and, and I think we did get a following. We, we were getting followers and we were getting, starting to get recognition, but I remember even like a few months in, like we're still at our parents' house. We're doing the Instagram Lives. Um, by the way, I was still working full-time um, remotely, um, which was, you know, great. And it allowed me to do all this um, two-tone stuff, which was really what I had the passion for. I mean, I think all my coworkers are like, hmm she's signing on, but her brain is... Totally elsewhere. Yeah, I see you
1: live on Instagram. <laughs> I see you I see you
0: live on Instagram and it says you're logged into work and you're on the Zoom and your camera is off. So I'm just confused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to say the
0: least. To say the least. But shout out to them because they were super supportive. So um, that was amazing. Um, but again, I remember us hitting this point where we're like, okay, we're doing these Instagram lives. We're doing all this free stuff. We're not making money from this. We're investing a lot of money. Um, Are we doing the right thing? Do we keep going? What are we missing? Um, Yeah, it was it was discouraging. I remember feeling discouraged.
1: Yeah, no. And I think that's a quick reminder for everyone. Like you do have to like spend money to make money mm-hmm. and pump out a lot of free content, which can sometimes like if you love it, of course, like you yeah. have to remind yourself like how much you do love mm-hmm. it. But it can it can get be discouraging at times. And um, I think that Um, we had some tough nights. We cried, we laughed, Mm, whatever it was. But then, uh, um, a few months later we had a few, um, apps reaching out to us, but Mm -hmm. I think this is when, enter Salute. Yes. Um, so shout out to the Salute team there, a fitness app that was just like one of the first apps that we were just like really like clicked with. Yeah. They just seemed to be like on the money. It was a small team, but they were like let us help you like monetize this business. Right.
0: And I think you, a, a lot of other fitness instructors can maybe relate to this where, where you talk to these apps and virtual fitness was becoming such a thing. So anyone with like a few hundred followers or whatever the case was, was probably getting reached out to by an app. Um, and a lot of times you can just feel like a number. Um, but so it was the first people, the first company that I felt like they really cared. They, Believed in us and they wanted to hear what we wanted, what our vision was for this app. And that was really cool.
1: Yeah. They're pretty much like, what features would you like? What would make your experience a little bit better? Like, yeah. How can we move you from IG Live to this app? And, it was just like so cool to be one of the first trainers yeah. onto the app and to be able to grow with them. And it's kind of funny because now <laughs> I actually work full time for the app. And right. again, we say like domino effect: one thing leads to another. And starting as a trainer on the app, I actually now work full time for the app doing their social media. So it's just yeah. been really cool to grow with them, grow with the company, and um, they've definitely helped grow Two Tone as well. And now we have like our own virtual community who tone, um, tones with us three yeah. times a week, which is just like so so awesome. Uh, yeah,
0: and I. Think I think that was the when it really clicked was when we were getting those people coming back day in, day out to each class. They were excited. They were posting about us on their page. And I'm like, people are like, oh, do you know her? And we're like, I mean, yeah, we do now, but we didn't before this. And that's really one of the amazing things that came out of this whole quarantine COVID situation. You know, have to look at the bright side sometimes. And that was an amazing thing is connecting with these people that you never
1: would have. So true. So at this time that we're starting to teach virtually um, a few classes a week, we also launched our in-person LED boot camp. So that's kind of what we're known for right now. But yeah. guys, let me tell you, the start of this, like, I don't even know what made us think of the concept. Um, I think I came to Leo one day and was just like, I think this would be really cool. Like, I've seen a lot of those cool, like 5k races that they do, like paint or themes, right, and I'm like, right. How do we bring that to a workout experience? And the LED lights was something that, like, came to mind, and we, like, looked it up, and it just, like, didn't really exist. Especially right. Especially, like, in an outdoor boot camp format. Exactly. So, uh, we're looking online. We're trying to find, like, what equipment we can buy, and there just, like, really wasn't anything out no. there. Um so when I tell you our first equipment was like the jankiest of all janky, that is like, your that is the
0: word of the podcast yeah. janky. Yeah,
1: like get scrappy with it, get janky, <laughs> like get we, janky with it. <laughs> we were taping lights to ladders, yeah. um, wrapping like these cut up LED strips to hurdles, like. I don't know if you saw I, this equipment in the light, you would you'd be horrified.
0: No, yeah, I I remember like sweating. It's in the middle of summer where we got this agility ladder. We're like taping all ends of it. It like I'm like this doesn't even look good, but okay. Um, we're lugging this equipment to. I, a local Random park, <laughs> a local park. Your words, Jinky Mine, my phrase is a local park. <laughs> um, we're lugging it. It's, we're doing it at night. So we're getting there early. We're leaving by like 9 p.m. Um, I'm like, I have to get up and pretend, at least pretend to sign on to work tomorrow. Like, it was really tiring. And, tiring and exhausting and again it wasn't the beautiful product that we imagined but we're like we have to keep going we have to get people into our classes um put on these awesome boot camps despite this janky equipment and make them believe that fitness can be fun and I think we did that
1: yeah and I mean I think there were added challenges not only like not having much of a budget um (laughs) Having this like h- half ass equipment and yeah. then getting people to come, and also in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> too. Like, yeah, there was a lot to keep in mind as far as like rules, regulations, like making sure people were sanitized, we were mm-hmm. insured, covered by insurance, right? Like, just making sure that we were doing things like all the right ways and like. There are things you don't even think about, like permits for fields, and yeah, um, there's so much that goes into just hosting like a pop-up boot camp. Yeah, that I um, feel like
0: pop-up makes it sound like so casual. Yeah, like, it's like, like, not a pop-up on fingers and yeah, <laughs> it have a an ladder
1: and poof. <laughs> no, there was
0: nothing poofy and poppy about it. <laughs>
1: no, true that, but like we would have to like beg people to come. Yeah, like, ask our friends, our neighbors, our family, and
0: um, and, and that's honestly that's where I feel like this can all tie back to the highlight reel that you see for other people. So like for us, it can be discouraging when we're seeing these other classes of like this video where the class is filled and all this stuff, but you don't see the behind the scenes work. And I think for us, people looking at our page, maybe you're this social media wizard and yeah, it was a good time and people were having fun, but like, they didn't see the behind the scenes of us sweating, fighting, crying right before everyone else came, right before we shot this cool LED bootcamp video. Like you don't see the struggle on Instagram. You don't.
1: Yeah. And I think we reached a point too. It's like, huh, again, our poor parents, like we were like, where do we put this equipment? Like we were like <laughs> trying to store like a box jump in, like in the
0: shower. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're like, you don't want to
0: shower with a box. jump.
1: <laughs> like it just got to the point where it was just crazy. Like yeah. there was just nowhere to film and nowhere to store the equipment. And Lee and I were kinda like, We need space, like we need some like I don't know, just like some space from each other, like some e- space e- to yeah. move. Like there were just so many of us and so much fitness equipment in the house that yeah. there was nowhere to go. Um so we kind of took a leap of faith and ended up signing a lease like and it was sca- I remember that being a really scary time for me because I <laughs> was like, shoot, like I like, don't even know where my full time <laughs> income is coming from. Like I was doing some like freelance work yeah. and things like that. But I was like, wait, like I don't know if I should be signing a lease right now. Wait, guys,
0: if this isn't the ultimate like like trust right here, listen to this. I signed the lease for our place and I n- didn't even see it. Didn't even tore it yeah, Shay just called me and she was like, I, I found a good place. It has storage. I think, uh, our landlord to this day thinks that we are storing dead bodies in the storage because <laughs> Shay was so excited when she heard that there's a storage unit. She's like, "Oh my god, all the LED equipment! Like, imagine!" And but I'm sure the landlord was like, "Why are you getting so excited? Oh, yeah, this like, is I've weird." Never seen someone this hyped about, this. yeah.
1: Like, this like um a storage unit that has like holes in the wall. <laughs> yeah, and, like barely. Yeah, like it's
0: perfect. She's we'll she it. she is beauty. She is grace. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she called me and she's like, "It has a storage unit. Um, it's like." close enough to boston where it's not like a complete pain in the butt to get in there it's right near where my full-time job is now where you were training on the side so it just like location wise made sense um so i was like yeah let's
1: do it Go. and like another um feature first floor like we are <laughs> jumping around like it that was like think about first it first like that was oh, my God. such a selling point because we are constantly like dropping weights and like our poor 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 neighbors
0: yeah no i'm surprised that they don't constantly give us dirty looks well maybe
1: they do right but like what started as like a tripod in a park in our parents backyard um moving equipment in our like laundry room it's really cool to see like even though i think we have and i know we have a long way to go Mm -hmm. um the fact that we have like an in-home studio is really cool. Like we have this like fake turf grass. Yes, um, yep. So for those of you who haven't tuned in with us virtually, like go check it out. Like it has come a long way. You um, have
0: the, the stick on wallpaper. That's again, another episode. Shay opened the wallpaper, said she was going to complete the project and things went differently. Yep. All right. All right. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, we
1: have a cool logo on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, we had a um, chandelier that we had removed right um, we i think messaged our landlord and we're like um like can you take the chandelier in the living room down and they're like i'm confused why and we're like well we well, like, can't do burpees yeah. like when the chandelier oh yeah down. yeah
0: she's like what yeah
1: sorry oh, gosh. but yeah so like what turned into like finally being able to have a space of our mm-hmm. own i think our virtual classes really benefited from that we yeah. were really starting to able to uh, Um, have more of a consistent schedule, more consistent clientele coming to our virtual classes just because they knew what to expect. And we didn't have to kind of guess where we were going to be popping up,
0: (laughs) popping up. Yeah, no, that was such a game changer, especially again, Shay and I both work full time. I'm the operations manager at like a high end gym. Shay is working as the social media manager for Salute. So we didn't have the time like I'm going in into work sometimes and Training virtually, it's, like, all we need to do is move our ring light um, and boom, go. And I think that was just, like, such a game changer.
1: Yeah, and I think just going forward that has to be the game changer is like finding out ways to kind of save ourselves time because our, we are stretched pretty thin right now and learning to kind of what to say no to has been one of our biggest, I think, obstacles. Mm -hmm. It's that you do get presented with a lot of cool opportunities and Leah and I are ones that like never want to say no when we want to be a part of everything. Um, But there's only so much you really can do and there's only so much time in a day Mm -hmm. and our days are long, but, (laughs) eh, but it's worth it.
0: Yeah. No, it is. And I think just knowing that or looking back at where we were and where we are now because of the scrap, the hustle, the hard work, doing the things that other people wouldn't do, dragging the equipment across the yard, across the park at nine at night, getting up early the next day. I mean, I mean, a lot of people do do that, but I think it's hard to find people that are willing to go that extra mile and stick with it
1: no for sure and there are times where even still we feel stagnant we get frustrated um sometimes we're like oh like why aren't we getting like this many people to sign up for classes mm-hmm. or what are we doing wrong or shoot we have class tomorrow that we totally forgot about and we totally forgot to even like advertise yeah and it's easy to get like frustrated but um i think if you kind of look at that like day-to-day growth it can sometimes mm-hmm. like be up and down and right. i think that like but you have to be able to zoom out and see Mm -hmm. that bigger trend. And I'm like, okay, now like looking at like where we started to where we are now, seeing that Overall trend line going up. It's, um, a lot easier to kind of be like motivated by that and be like, okay, like I'm on the right track. It's not always going to be easy. Day in and day out. There are going to be those obstacles. Um, (laughs) our audio, um, (laughs) not here, (laughs) but, um, no, just seeing like how far, how far we've come. Yeah. And
0: I think, you know, uh, most amazing part of it all is that we do have each other and we do have each other to lean on. We always joke that we take turns having mental breakdowns. And when one of us is feeling so overwhelmed and stressed and like, listen, like I feel like I'm not giving enough to like these areas of my life and, um, you know, so many people can relate to that. I have you to kind of pull me out of it and vice versa is we have each other to lean on. We have each other to build each other up. So it is important, even if you don't have a sister to find those people that are going to push you and remind you of your why and, um, keep, keep encouraging you to do what you're passionate about.
1: Couldn't have said it better myself, but really balancing each other out. And we kind of get this question a lot, too, is one is do we fight? And I think, like you said, we take turns kind of just being, like, in our mood. Right. Like, and we're pretty good about being, like, all right, you're being a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, like, laugh about it, too, like, a, a few yeah, minutes like, later. Right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah, Like, you were having a moment. You're okay now. We fed you.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Um, but also having, like, our own roles in the business, yeah. too. Like, Lee and I have such different strengths, mm-hmm. like, even though people think we're the same person <laughs> and that – we're um, attached to the hip, which we are. Yeah. Like, we definitely have our different strengths. Like, anything like social media related. uh um, okay. Yeah. That is me for the most part. I'm, I like, joke. Bad stories and like. Leah yeah, I
0: joke that people know what Instagram story. Like, how do I know who's posting what? I'm like, anything that doesn't look very, like super aesthetically pleasing and isn't awesome. Yeah, that's me.
1: <laughs> Here, <laughs> <be> me. present. <laughs> um, But Leah is honestly like the woman who like ties this <laughs> thing together. Like who really just like keeps us like, on track. <laughs> it's funny. She's an operations manager. as her full-time job. And she really is the like operations of two-tone training. Like she keeps <gasps> oh us God. on track. She makes sure like... We have even, like, charged speakers. For like, <laughs> I'm a little clueless when it comes to that stuff. So she is making sure we have, like, waivers signed mm. that we're, like, having our permits and mm. things like that. Yeah. So um, more of the business side of things for sure. Well, yeah. I, and I think that's so awesome that
0: your weaknesses are my
1: strengths. My
0: – you get it. You get it. I, get it. I, get it. It. I yeah. got that. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay. Well, as we mm. kind of wrap this up, Leah, do you have a favorite two-tone training moment? Oh, my God. Not to put you on the spot or anything. uh Okay, I would
0: say there's so many, but I think teaching in Copley Square um, a few months ago uh, was just so monumental in looking back at our parents' basement, our outside of our pool, covering up the clutter, whatever it was, and then being like, wow, we're in Copley Square right now, and it's because of all the hard work we put in. Um, so that was just a moment of like, okay, that's confirmation where we're doing something right.
1: How about you? Um, wow. Okay. That's a, that's a really good one. And that's definitely one that sticks out to me as well. Um, I think one of mine actually was recently, and um, for those of you who were there, it was our friends and family event. Like there was a lot that went wrong. Like our audio, um, the truck, Move studio shout out. Shout out uh, Move Studios Boston. It was broken down on the side of the road. Like we had invited all our friends and family to come town with us and- I remember us being, like, so in our own heads, and it was definitely, like, frustrating, but I remember after it or, like, or towards the end of the class, we were, like, doing the finisher and, like, looking out and just, like, oh, my God, like, look at all of these people that came out, like, to work out with us, to support us. Yeah, um, It was just really rewarding to bring all those people together, mm-hmm. and we just got, like, so much good feedback, people being, like, that was so much fun, like, I can't believe where you guys are, and mm-hmm. um,
0: and they were this, a lot of the same people that were supporting us when we were in our parents' basement, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, no, it, it doesn't go unnoticed, so the highs, the lows, they've, they've been through it all. Yes, so grateful for them. All right,
0: we are going to end off with a little game, a little game. Um, we have four sort of questions, and we each answer them. And what we're going to do is test each other on what we think each other's answer is going to be.
1: So like how well we know each other, which, right. which hopefully I is pretty like, good at this point, Yeah, but um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So, okay.
0: So the first question is least favorite household chore to do. So we live together, as, as we mentioned. So I'm going to write down what I think Shay put as her answer, and she's going to write down what I put as my answer. <laughs> All right. Ready?
1: Um. All right, so for those of you watching on YouTube, you'll be able to kind of check us. Also, we have Tyler, our intern in the in the house, to kind Uh of hold chicken scratch, so
0: they they won't be able to read it, but it's fine. All right, okay, three, Three, two, two, one.
1: All right, so mine says taking out the trash. I think that's your least favorite. Like, I feel like you hate like going down to the basement to take out the trash. Nailed it. Wait, yay! Okay, wait, what did you write for mine? So
0: yeah, no, that is so. yeah, we have this like two by two recycling bin that just like you put like one can in it. And it's like, Oh,
1: gotta go take out the trash. I'm like,
0: bro, this is my cardio for every day. Just constantly taking out the recycling bin. Okay. I wrote putting away dishes, but I didn't have time to write also making the cold brew, <laughs> which I don't even know if you'd say that's a chore.
1: Um, it's funny. Okay. So that's what I wrote. I wrote, um, um, putting away the dishes, putting away the Yeah.
0: Like I'll come home again. I, I work in the office. Shay works at home all day. I'll come home. The dishes are stacked like my, uh, like so high. And I'm like, I'll just be so passive aggressive about it. I'll be like taking like the dishes, like like clearing them them off, like making so much noise. Like, Oh, someone's got to do this.
1: And as far as the cold brew, like, it's just kind of funny. Like, I taught Leah how to make the cold brew, and, like, ever since then, like, (laughs) it's
0: evil. (laughs) I don't know if anyone has, like, a cold brew maker. If you don't have one, you should get one. It's awesome. But Shay was just like an evil genius. She taught me how to do it. And then I'm just, my personality is like, I always need to like get things done and like check things off the list. So every day, like I'll come home from work and I'll like make the cold brew. And like, if I don't do it, we're not having coffee that day.
1: Talk about like project management by me. Like, and also that saying, what, like give a man a fish, like eat for one day, like teach a man to fish, teach a man, a toner to make cold brew. You're not allowed to have any more fish or cold brew. So take that. Note it. Okay.
0: All right. Next one, biggest pet peeve of me. So I'm writing what I think your biggest pet peeve is of me. Okay.
1: (laughs) All right. Are you ready? Three, two, one. All right. So I wrote stains everything like that. Like – I stain. Leah calls me stain up. <laughs> I stain everything. Like I can't wear white. I can't like like <laughs> we'll pick out our outfit before class. And like before class, like I've already <laughs> like you
0: need like this shirt before the shirt. The outfit before the outfit before the outfit because it's we know it's getting stained.
1: Yeah, I know it's it's so bad. You're like, You didn't even eat anything and I'm like, I know.
0: Like I don't even know. The stained. other day the other day we had uh, eggs. <laughs> Bro, there's still egg yolk on, like, the two-tone training mat from you. Like,
1: how? Dude, I, like, know what sneakers I wore because there's egg yolk on my sneakers. Did, oh. that, that's
0: actually not what I wrote. I wrote that you don't make the cold brew. <laughs> so... Right,
1: not to go back. Not to be not the decorous, to <laughs> But
0: I'm really upset about this cold brew situation. <laughs> okay. I wrote, again, chicken scratch, is... Your biggest pet peeve of me is my lack of TikTok dance skills.
1: Oh, is honestly, that it? That isn't it, but that honestly does usually end in like a battle. Like yeah. Battle Royale. You're like, like I'm so over her by the end. Yeah. I'm like, I, I can't. I can't run I this can't. dance anymore. Yeah.
0: Like, I've gone over it. You're not swinging. You're not snapping to the beat. And you just. Yeah. I'm like, can you add a little pep in your
1: step here? <laughs>
0: a little swag, if you will. Like, stiff.
1: <laughs> no, I actually wrote like doesn't listen to me. And I'm just gonna <laughs> circle back to this morning when <laughs> I was like, Leah <laughs> emphasis on the iced for iced coffee. And I get a piping hot coffee. Mat. Okay, so, I, I sound dramatic. And like, that's a bad example. But I feel like sometimes you do tune me out. But I'm just gonna say it right here. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight you on that. <laughs> I'm not arguing. It's true. Okay. All right.
0: Next one. Favorite, poip. All right. What's a poip, you're asking? Shay and I have coined this term.
1: Yeah, everyone's going to start using it. Um, okay, buckle up. Get ready for it. All right. So a poip is a pig out in peace. Like, you know, on that Friday night when, like, you have the option to, like, go out? Yeah. Or poip or just like pig out and pizza. Like I just want to order a bunch of food like, and, and poip and poip.
0: Yeah. Like legit. We say it all the time. So start saying it, start telling your friends like, so yeah, sometimes you are in the mood to get drinks and fancy up and make good conversation. And sometimes you just want to poip. Yeah, so nice. we'll look at each other. We're we'll like, is this a poip night or like a going out night? And usually 90, 99 yeah, percent of the time we're like not. poip, poip. All right. So favorite poip meal.
1: All right, so I'm writing what I think you wrote.
0: Okay. Um, okay, Three, two, two, one. one. Okay, so I wrote, okay, I wrote two things for you and okay. on the money. Buffalo anything mm-hmm. and scoops. Scoop and Scootery, shout out.
1: Okay, um... I wrote scoops and scootery too. Yep, yep, that's correct. If anyone doesn't know what that is, it's like a local. I think it's just in Boston. Am I right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Um, it's like an ice cream place. And guys, these Sundays are just like next level. Yeah,
0: if you want to like see food porn, look them up on Instagram. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right, last one. Favorite signature two toned exercise. Okay. All right. So a lot of. For those of you that work out with us, like, we have, like, a few exercises that we just, like, love and we incorporate into, like, so many of ours, like, for, like, our finisher or whatever. So I'm writing what I think you wrote. All right. Three, two, two, one. one. Okay.
1: Star Jack. Star Jack. Okay.
0: I actually, you didn't get that right for me. I wrote Loaded Beast because, shout out Allie, Um, I love to pounce. If anyone doesn't know what a loaded beast is, just just think about pouncing. So yeah. that's, that's my favorite. I wrote Star Jack for you because I know you love a good Star Jack. Yeah,
1: like a Star Jack, a Plank Jack, anything Jack. <laughs> sign <laughs> me up. Sign me up. Oh, my God, this is fun. It's kind of funny. Like, before we got into this game, we were definitely really stressed about it. We're like, I'm so confused. Like, oh, I'm God. writing down Wait. what you wrote. Like, I don't know. Like, there, there was it, a
0: lot of confusion.
1: Yeah, we're going to stick to fitness, but that game was good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That game was fun. Guys, toners, thank you so much for tuning in. This was such a blast.
1: Um, All I'm going to say is I think some of our biggest takeaways from this and from this episode is anything you're passionate about, it's going to be sometimes hard work. It can sometimes be discouraging, but stick with it um, because we promise you it is worth it if it's something you're passionate about. um, like have your pity party, have your <laughs> moments. Yeah. Um, but then uh, take a look back at it and being able to kind of like appreciate yourself, how far you've come and, um, just enjoy the experience mm-hmm. because I think sometimes it's so easy to get lost in the goals or hitting certain numbers and, um, and not that, enjoy the moment that you're in.
0: That can apply to anything in your life. Um, enjoy where you are, um, be proud of yourself for how far you've come and keep it moving.
1: Keep it moving. Thank you guys so much for your support, for tuning in.
0: You can tone from home.
1: You can tone from your phone. But all we ask is that you don't don't tone tone alone. alone. Bye, guys. Bye.